Hey everyone, this is Chris Compendio. You're listening to episode 8 of AP Marvel. Just a couple of notes before we get started. Uh, there's the obvious uh, massive elephant in the room uh, being James Gunn. We were going to record an episode on that for this week, uh, but for several reasons, uh, we're going to postpone that to next week. Uh, first off, some of the other fine folks at Marvel News Desk have a few concerns about how to handle that, so it's been an internal discussion between us. Uh, second, there's still a lot of news kind of going out about this with um, the cast members slowly uh, speaking about it, uh, acknowledging it, uh, not to mention the alt-right is continuing to um, kind of use this window of opportunity to um, you know, weaponize uh, old tweets and whatnot, so this is still an ongoing thing. Um, so next week we're going to have a more comprehensive talk about James Gunn. Uh, not only about uh, the event itself, but about him as a director, him as a person. Uh, we'll be talking about his previous filmography, um, and uh, we'll be looking at a lot of uh, cases that uh, we will compare and contrast with James Gunn. So it will be a uh, a much deeper discussion, I think. We'll be going back a lot farther than other people have been, I think. Uh, but for now, um, we are going to... Uh, release this episode on the Fox characters that we did. Uh, we recorded this back on uh, June 9th. We did this with our buddy Thomas Rasmussen, who was a co-teacher of this Marvel class that we keep talking about um, in this podcast. Um, slightly outdated. I mean, the only outdated bit is that um, Comcast is no longer a factor in this uh, Disney-Fox deal, so... Uh, other than that, uh, it's mainly just a discussion of what to do with the characters. And, uh, you know, as you can imagine, we're four close friends, so a lot of this episode is just us kind of having fun, uh, making some silly jokes. Uh, if Ant-Man the Wasp was a palate cleanser for Infinity War, think of this as a palate cleanser for the James Gunn news. Um, so uh, we hope that you find this episode enjoyable. Um, Izzy did a great job um, kind of putting this episode together. And, uh, yeah, I hope you're not expecting anything too serious because, uh, this is a kind of a wacky episode. Um, as I'm recording this, I haven't even, uh, gotten deep into editing it, so that'll be super fun. Uh, but for now, enjoy episode 8 of AP Marvel. I've been talking way too long, so just enjoy Steve Lauder's, uh, awesome jazzy rendition of the Avengers theme. Disney would be acquiring properties such as Simpsons, Avatar, and other various related properties within 20th Century Fox. The big thing was that the first time in over 20 years, the X-Men were finally reuniting with Marvel Studios. Um, For the most part, as always, opinion was pretty divided, but a majority of the fans really, really wanted these properties back. Um, those were who were those who were pro merger were just even excited at the prospect of this impossibility happening ever since the start of these two universes gliding and were just excited to see the favorite characters back on screen. 
um, those who were anti-merger um, were worried about the potential of this Disney becoming a bigger monopoly than they wanted and the lack of creativity and the and its potential dangers on just what Marvel could do in general, which we haven't really discussed in sort of a bit in a lot of more detail, both creatively and practically. So today on AP Marvel, we are going to discuss how Marvel going forward into phase four and what they can do with, you know, the properties they've acquired from they've inherited Fox, their X-Men, their Deadpools, their New Mutants, and discuss how the best way to sort of either merge these properties into their current state of mutants or to just scrap them entirely and also talk about if this would even work in general. This is another episode of AP Marvel. I'm Izzy Show, alongside Chris. Hey, it's me, Chris Compendio. Um, Anthony Payone. Hey, what's up? It's me. And today, for our special guests, we have um, one of our co-teachers of the Marvel Suco um, that we've mentioned before, um, Thomas. Hey, I'm the special guest. I'm more special <laughs> than everyone else. My opinion matters more. Yeah, you're very <laughs> special, Thomas. So, throughout the entirety, I guess, uh, like, honestly, since October, this whole Marvel Fox deal has been a little bit of a saga with, um, even though the deal has been pretty much confirmed, now Comcast is becoming a bigger player um, and has officially announced, I guess, that they are seeking to compete with Disney for um, Fox's rights, seeking to pay an all-cash sum um, instead of stocks, um, as Disney's proposing. And so, um, on today's podcast, we'll probably break we'll break down not just both sides of the debate, but also sort of do a further analysis, like why would like with the, with with Fox's sort of properties right now, what happens to them, and what Marvel could potentially do. And additionally, what does that mean for Fox's for Fox's other movies and what Fox, for Fox movies in general, and what that means creatively going forward for genre films and what the like. So. Um, back in October, when this deal was first announced, I guess, what were the thoughts of everyone? I guess, like, what were the thoughts of everyone? When news fuck it, broke? fuck it, oh, <laughs> sorry, Chris, go, I thought, I thought you were saying, like, just, just speak words, uh, Chris, go. What? Wait, okay, I'm just so confused right now. Anyway, I mean, the, the whole general feeling was, we got him, you know, we got him all, yeah. finally, because the Spider-Man thing was already such this, um huge steal that uh it was almost like a dream come true um but you you know in the back of your head there was always the whole oh boy disney's buying freaking everything um so it was kind of mixed feelings but mostly skewing towards the oh boy we finally get to have a real fantastic four movie etc <laughs> oh yeah i i mean i remember i was looking at it being like spider-man worked this is gonna work also, Marvel is the new entertainment overlord, and we shall become all media all the time. <laughs> yeah. and I the singularity I'm a soldier, has begun. I'm a soldier in Marvel's army, and we are winning the war. So that was amazing. <laughs> the, the singularity has begun. <laughs> yes. A Anthony, do you want to tell people um, what your reaction was the, the night I told you that Marvel Studios had Spider-Man back? Do you want to tell everyone the story? Oh, or this the, is, uh, image. This, yeah. this is a great story. So 
me, Chris, and Izzy are all in the same theater organization. However, uh, at school, like student-run theater organization, but Izzy wasn't uh, at CMU yet. Didn't so exist just, yet. Did, she she didn't yet. exist yet. She wasn't yeah. real. At CMU, so it was just me and Chris, and we were just – so we were sitting in the theater. Uh, people were just doing some prop stuffs. Uh, Chris was sitting in the in one at one of the chairs, just like looking at his computer. And Chris told me, uh, "We got Spider Man." I jumped up. There was like about twenty five, thirty people in the room, and I <laughs> ran around screaming, "We got Spider Man! We got Spider Man!" I you ran were like standing on the, the chairs. Hall. I was standing on chairs. I yeah. was running around. It was. <laughs> It was ecstatic. Look, look, look! I was afraid. I was afraid for your safety. That march, <laughs> you're gonna hurt that, yourself. That march uh, after we found out that we got Spider-Man, uh, we I went to um, uh, like the first Civil War trailer came out, um, but there was no Spider-Man in it. Um, but the second trailer came out in March when I was at Everybody. Disney World. So it was more of a momentous occasion because I was at Disney World about to get on – like it was in Tomorrowland. I wasn't getting on a Marvel-themed ride, but it would have been cool if I was. I was online and I was screaming. And it was like, ah! Uh, people were very uncomfortable. The people – the person I was with was like, why are you doing this? I can't believe – I can't believe I'm with you. Why am I standing next to you? This person is weird. I do not know you. Um, so there was that. Um so I was very excited when that happened. But going back to the Fox uh, thing, yeah, okay. I kind of – one, I kind of expected it at some point. Um, like at you some point, expected it just Disney had... to buy Fox, like the entire company? Like, no, I didn't expect that. Everything but I Fox expe- News. I, expe- <laughs> I expected the, the Marvel characters to end up back at uh, – to end up with like the whole of the company. Like the whole of Marvel Studios sure. at some point. Yeah, I just didn't expect like all of Fox's TV and movie division <laughs> to go along with it. <laughs> um, buy the whole thing, we'll get everything, <laughs> at all. We'll take it all. Everything, uh, everything they built will fall. Do you guys uh, remember that is, that is now in the where he's like, if you approach a, a man on a farm and ask him to buy a horse, he says no. But if you offer to buy the farm and ah. the horse comes with it. Um, it's like Marvel's just like we just want the Fantastic Four and they're like no and they're like what if we offer to buy the entire company so there's a couple of important things to to point out one Avengers movie Uh, (laughs) a couple of things to point out one the the merger will not be finalized until the end of the year because the government has to sign off on it for um, monopoly reasons uh, make sure that it (laughs) that it's not technically a monopoly and it's not it's I I think it's just it's going to be signed. the 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 big problem that people are having like fears over is Comcast. However, since the plan has already been signed between Marv, uh between Disney and Fox, if Fox backs out of the Disney plan, that's pay two Fox owes Disney money. Yeah. Ooh, so, okay. so, so, so that's what a lot of people don't know. Right There's now. like a contingency that if yeah. Fox backs out and goes to Comcast, that Fox would have to pay Disney money, and yeah, I, mean, do we know I don't the, think the Fox would want to do that under, with their current financial state. It's I mean, two point. It's two point five billion dollars. That they have to pay Marvel. Pay no. Disney. 
I mean, Disney is it. The, oh wait, it, that's okay, the Marvel thing. is Disney. Wait, so that's wait. So hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't believe so, you. I, I need I need to know the monetary things. So how much is Disney paying Fox to get all the uh, to get everything? It's like fifty two point four billion dollars, but okay. I, they're paying it. It's in stocks and not. It's not cash, which is what uh, they prefer. It's in stocks and okay. Comcast is giving them cash. Hmm. Now that's mm, now that's the part that I'm not I'm not sure about. Like I'm not sure about like the opinions of because if it was just like oh some cash in stocks I think that mm-hmm. would be that would be like oh Disney's is obviously better because if you have stock in a company that literally runs like top like six or seven of the top ten grossing movies of all time are all owned by one company um, I would want stocks in that company. I mean, if you're looking at it, a capitalistic perspective. Back in my day, we used to call Disney's movies. But not... not anymore. But Back in my day, we used to call movies Disney movies. <laughs> now we just call them movies. Just, yeah. But, just, um... yeah. Exactly, but just lar- but like more... No, Wreck-It Ralph 2 is just a giant Disney circle jerk. Mm-hmm, I much. mean, you're not um, wrong. But yeah, like there's a big, like Disney owns a lot of stuff now. They do and own I'm, a lot of stuff. And I will. <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> I'm just saying with you. But I remember. But I can honestly say that I was one of the people when the news first broke in October that I was like I was very happy, like hearing the news. But I also knew that if it fell through unexpectedly, I wouldn't be is heartbroken about it just because I think it's it's honestly quite a lot and we might end up getting less superhero movies than we already do just because mm-hmm. you know more properties under one roof you know they have to make some choices and more like we'd be getting and like obviously we'd be getting US movies with like these X-Men characters that we love like we might not see them again for a pretty long time because yeah. who knows how Marvel will integrate them I mean at the but, same time it's a little bit of a growing pain right like it, you're going to see them again if they go to Marvel like they're going to get movies and they're going to be better movies and they're going to be able to continue longer cuz they're woven into this like I hate to use the framework because of Agents of Shield but yeah like they're woven into the universe which means they're like always going to have a place there which mm. is i, I felt, think it's a better place for the characters i don't know probably but like i i i shared the same sentiment as he as is he in that i didn't i wouldn't be surprised if it fell through because it felt too good to be true mm-hmm. um the thing with the the CNBC story, you know, that wasn't like an official press release yet, so it's still there was it still felt a little dubious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still felt dubious about it, and then it wasn't until you know there was like a a picture of Rupert Murdoch and um, whatever his uh, name is Disney, yeah, uh, Bob, Bob Iger, what's his face, Bob Iger, yeah, the Disney Bill Gates. Uh, I almost said Bob, I almost said Bobby Bob Iger, yes. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, they're like they're like uh, posing in like some fancy looking place and there's like a press release and they're detailing uh which properties would go to disney it's pretty much everything except for the actual fox broadcasting <coughs> network right so right. like um, sports sports uh, and yeah. fox and sports fox and news. news yeah yeah so that means simpsons family guy uh bob's burgers uh fx so archer yeah um Ooh. it's always sunny. legion it's always, legion. Sunny. always sunny breaking bad 
are this all now owned by Sony. Disney. Oh, Breaking Bad's owned by Sony. So sorry, AMC. I apologize. AMC. I yeah. So the thing, the, the thing that confused me is that they 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 said they're not the actual Fox network is not included, but the television production companies are. So they so don't get had, they don't get the channel FX. They don't get the channel Fox. They get FX. I I I have no clue because they said they're going to spin Fox, Fox News, Fox Sports, all that stuff into what is tentatively called New Fox, like I don't New like Coke. That. Like what? Look, the fuck? <laughs> like I, I, I don't, look. I don't know. As long as I get it's another weird. season of Always Sunny, I get. <laughs> I, as long as I get some more Archer, I'm fine. I don't care. The big joke was that the um, the Alien Queen is now a Disney princess. <laughs> um, yeah, but here, uh, but hey, say if it were Comcast and said, let me pitch this to you: X Men, Minions, boom, an X Men Minions crossover. The only, Whoa! The only combination of those two properties I would like to see is Wolverine eviscerating every single yes. minion. <laughs> No, no, he no. Saw, that means saw. that they could wear the X-Men costumes, the, the, the yellow costumes, this and then, the like, they'll get idea. compared to Minions without any so copyright bad. infringement. I, I would stop to... watching television. Just to describe yeah. what happened, there's a two minute, like, a two, like, five, maybe 30 second pause, and then just deep disappointment. Thomas looked embarrassed. Like, <laughs> I like am. Him. I wish I wasn't here anymore. Because yeah, was, Anthony wants sad. Minions to appear with the X-Men. <laughs> I'm sure Thomas's cat found it very funny, though. Oh, yeah. Thomas, what's your, oh, yeah. what's your to cat's the, To the viewers at home, my cat is waiting patiently by me because we feed them at 5 p.m. every day, and um, mm. he thinks it's 5 p.m. It's 3.30. <laughs> so he's waiting patiently for me to feed him. Yeah. Right. Um, right. And he will yeah. wait here for an hour and a half because... Mm-hmm. That wait, what state are you in? I'm in California. My my home state. I'm in my home. In fact, <laughs> but, but, okay. But why? But, wait. But hold on. But why does the cat? Is the cat jet lagged? No, no, no. So here's how it works. The cat at 2 p.m. thinks it's 5 p.m. and then at 3 p.m. thinks it's 5 p.m. and then at 4 p.m. thinks it's 5 p.m. Oh, okay. And it's then at like, 5 so, p.m. So thinks it's late and he's angry at me because so you're telling me it's just cat stupid. <laughs> yes, he's just a stupid cat. That's okay. 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 So this is okay. going to be cut, I'm assuming, right? When we're oh, talking yeah. about the cat? If okay, you cut good. this, I swear to God. <laughs> I will okay, never appear on this show again. This All is right. vital information for AP Marvel. Let's go okay. back. Let's get back to the main ship. But, um, yeah, I... Have you spoke... Have, bleh, have you met, I guess, anyone else who has been against this merger? A couple so, people who are, like... They're, like... I'm I'm so happy for this, but like I also hate Disney controlling everything, and they're very like anti-capitalist, so they hate that. Um, but they really like this, but they hate that. Um, okay, yeah. So I have not met anyone who is like genuinely against Marvel having these properties to work with, like yeah. no one. And I yeah. don't understand. So when I first read like the outline for this thing, I was like, isn't it just pro merger? Like, aren't we just all in favor of this? Well, and there's the people only... that are anti-merger, but pro-characters. Does that make sense? Like, pro-Marvel Yeah, yeah. I guess people yeah. who don't give a shit about the actual movies or TV shows don't want corporate consolidation, which I totally get. I think that Disney a little bit has earned some trust 
I realize that any corporate consolidation is dangerous, like, ongoing into the future, but for the most part, this is fairly benign. And if Comcast is the other one in the bidding, like, Comcast is a fucking horrible monopoly. They are the worst. Yeah, <laughs> I would, I would, have, yeah. Ge- yeah, they have geographical monopolies on all sorts of people and terrible customer service and with all of their products, and just this would be a horrible thing. So... Disney getting these characters is the best thing, and I don't know anyone who disagrees with that. So yeah. I don't really know why we're doing the, a debate. The problems that I like, would have with yeah. Disney are the fact that they're not paying their workers at Disney World and Disneyland enough, um, and they're like a lot of the the people that are working there are like basically starving. Um, but that's a different story, right? But that's not this this deal will not impact that in any exactly. way. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I. Also, I mean, also, I am pro characters. I've seen some videos around and just some thoughts around basically saying that the problem with Disney owning all these characters and Marvel getting all these characters back is that we just get less superhero movies each year. But as we've seen, as we might see, the superhero bubble might burst. So, which may or may not be a bad thing. Ooh, but for the can most that be part, our topic? Can that be what we is. talk about for the rest of the thing? Cool. <laughs> No, it's actually well, about your cat. Yeah. There's, there is a separate um, topic about that. But basically how, yes, that superhero bubble might burst. I am, you know, I would like to see more superhero movies, but I know I am not a majority customer. I know I've met some people who have been saying, you know, after Infinity War, Marvel should just stop. But at the, yeah. same, but at the same time, getting the X-Men back is pretty exciting. So I think... Yeah, I think yeah, I think most people are pro. I think most people are pro character, anti merger, as Anthony said. But at the same, but yeah, like it's going to be pretty large. Um, so here's here's the thing. Um, two main points. The first point being that the Spider-Man films were in shambles. You know, you're at uh, Andrew Garfield's second movie, which. Uh, you know, it did modestly well in the box office, but it was the lowest out of the, the five Spider-Man movies that Sony came out with at that point. So it there was kind of like a fervor. Like, everyone was like, oh, these Spider-Man movies are bad. Um, Marvel's, like, gotta take over. I wouldn't say that's the exact same case with Fox and X-Men. Maybe with Fantastic Four, with the, yes. Yeah, with the Fantastic Four, it's the um, same situation, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Um... The second point I wanted to make is that I actually did uh, pre-announcement, pre-October, I do remember seeing a lot of people saying, oh, it's probably best that X-Men, that they keep doing their own thing, because trying to integrate the mutants into that fictional universe is, like, a really complicated thing to do. Like, the comics didn't even do it, like, arguably did not do it that well. Um, So I saw people who were willing to accept the reality of the X-Men staying separate from the MCU I think, permanently. Weren't weren't you you wrote a review of a, an X-Men movie saying much the same thing, sort of like you enjoyed having a, a separate universe that sort of wasn't tied to the same mythology? Uh I don't think so, but I will take credit for that. Yeah, I just remember reading something <laughs> of yours that was like it was refreshing to have another universe or something like that. I, it, it might have been like something I wrote about Logan. I have no idea. Yeah, um, but, um, I mean, no, and I get that. I, I think that one thing that's an underrated thing is that you get a lot of side characters with this acquisition. Like, beyond yeah. your protagonists, you get to have Galactus and a bunch of other villains, and you get to have yeah. some crazy side characters. And, like, 
even if Marvel's like, all right, the X-Men, you know, like they just came out with a bunch of movies. Maybe we're going to keep them in their own separate timeline. Um, they get access to a bunch of fun stuff they get to throw into the MCU with this too. Right. So um, even if like the main properties don't get incorporated in, you still have a huge boost in quality for both, I think. Um, because you can, they can play with those toys the way they want to. Uh, no, so I was just saying, like, right before Thomas ended, that, like, now they can add new little tiny things into the universe that they couldn't really yeah. say before. Um, they can do more space stuff, more uh, weird. They can do negative zone stuff. They can do the Savage Land stuff. They can do um, a bunch of really weird, wacky shit that they couldn't really do before. Um, Doctor Doom. I mean, I yeah, think that's gotta. So, like, here's a, the thing. A, of a so, like, here's the thing. Though. I was actually thinking of like, I mean, like, we'll get this into like more predictive stuff about like how uh, what's it called? Um, uh, Sokovia actually would then become uh, Latveria. Latveria. Um, Oof. through like uh, through like some weird transformation of the area, like it would become like not a rebel state, but like. Doctor Doom would come in and then like lead yeah, this group I like of rebels. That, the so it would it would stuff. it would it would make sense in the universe, and it would not also add another random Eastern European country into the mix. That like, what about this? What okay, if, in fairness, in fairness, there are a lot of random Eastern European countries in real life. So let's <laughs> that we just don't know about. Well, no, no, no. Why that, that, that we know in real life property is, is we know you them. Can't tell. Like we looked on a map and we were like. Okay, like I know that these are real countries, but where are but they? They sound more fake than Latveria does. Yeah, I read an almanac once as a kid. These are real. But yeah, just yeah. So continue. like, um, yeah. What I was gonna say On was this. that, uh, like, what's great is that the way that Marvel's been doing it is that they've taken characters and villains and like locations that are not very popular or not like not super, like, used a lot, and then they build upon that. So, like, from what I'm seeing with, like, X-Men, what they'll do is, like, they'll not even focus on Wolverine, or they won't focus entirely on Professor X. They'll do, like, like other characters that we rarely see. And, like, I think that would be super cool. What yeah. about a Gambit movie starring Channing Tatum? Here's the for you. Yeah. Boom! Green light that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but this, um, I guess it's leads into one of our um, one of the sort of things we can discuss which is like we're discussing which is also just how um, with these new properties that Marvel will acquire um, in their universe wise like how will they deal with them um, most important like, we'll start off with X-Men um, and I definitely am in the camp with you guys that for the most part X-Men should just stay on its own and it would give them sort of another universe to play with and another sort of potentially i guess quote-unquote fail safe you know and other things where they can have like things play out where they can make their own other mc references as anthony was saying um and additionally a lot of like that just this x the x-men franchise in general is still pretty beloved with um patrick stewart and ian mckellen and new mutants look so cool yeah like and they also and like that too they have They've had this great chance to explore with some other genres during the past couple of years, like with Deadpool being an R-rated comedy and sort of really embracing that, and Logan being this really, really beautiful Western that's actually 
bringing the superhero Jonathan McLean with it being nominated for an Academy Award, which I never thought would happen. But um, one of my main concerns with this merger was that if X-Men was integrated into the MCU, that those kind of films would die out. But I wanted to, but um, what are your thoughts about it as well? I think uh, it would, like, I realized that it wouldn't be, you know, I realized that, yes, the MCU does genre very well in some cases, but I also think that Fox's genre films have, you know, been either more overt or have resonated more with audiences. I kind of feel like they're going to do him justice. I feel like the reason that Logan was so successful was um, because they looked to the source material, Old Man Logan, right? And they saw the genre that that property was like clearly going for, and then they made it. And I think that's what Marvel has been doing the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. This one-off success for, for Fox is Marvel's business model. I Personally, I don't think Logan would have been made if the MCU didn't exist. Yeah, I think that's fair. Definitely. I think that the way that they've made the after uh, first class, those movies following first class have been more focused on competing with the MCU. So finding qualities that the MCU does right and then applying it. Like friendly competition in some sort of sense. And yeah, but the way that they fucked it up and but like they were trying to be cool, but they <laughs> fucked it up was like, oh, you know, what the MCU doesn't have is time travel. And what the MCU doesn't have is timelines. And do you know what we're going to do? I, that. I don't and mind then it, that. Oh, I don't mind it either. But there are a lot of, like, not, like, expert fans, like, like middle-of-the-road people who are just like, I'm not so intrigued by this because I'm not so interested in this because there's no consistency yeah Yeah, i mean it's always been the kind of like the zany cousin of the The only the only zany part (laughs) that there should be should be deadpool deadpool should be the only zany part because he can be kills the marvel cinematic universe (laughs) like i think (laughs) or deadpool Deadpool honestly i think that the first movie like i think they should make a x-force movie and then deadpool 3 should be Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. I would love it. I Deadpool would love kills the MCU. Much. He goes in the real world and he kills Kevin Feige and everyone involved in the MCU. Okay. But and, Kevin but like, and I think, make a and cameo I think, in a Deadpool movie. But I think killed. what that Wouldn't does... That be amazing? What that does is it, it still... It brings the character into the ridiculous into the MCU. And it just... It still carries on the character. And when, like, the movies after that featuring Deadpool can be like, all the other characters don't really understand what the fuck he's talking about, but we'll yeah. get it. And I think that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I did see someone, I think it was a Screen Man article that suggested that Deadpool 3 should be like the last Fox Marvel movie and it should have him killing all the Fox um, characters. Marvel characters. <laughs> to make yeah, new. Like, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. Phoenix rises from the ashes. <laughs> yeah. I uh, also, I have to explain myself because I actually I snickered a little bit when Thomas talked about the the source material of Old Man Logan because that original story is ridiculous. Oh yeah, with a bl- oh, yeah. blind Hawkeye and like um, An, well, like, like an ho- old Hulk, right? Like Hulk, ho- like ho- yeah, old people. Hulk and like 
Hulk's like um, cannibalistic, incestuous oh, yeah. children or something like yeah, that, yeah, like yeah, something yeah. ridiculous. Like it was an absurd, absurd. It didn't like he eats Wolverine and Wolverine, oh, yeah. like Logan, like burst out of him or something stupid like that. I mean, to be specific, he ate Wolverine in pieces <laughs> and then he healed in his stomach and then burst out. Yeah. <sighs> Really, really respected that classic uh, timeless story. I mean, but they like they um, they saw what was good in the source material, <laughs> yeah. right? Because like, like look, what, look, look, guys, guys, guys. Remember, <laughs> there's been a lot of really bad, ridiculous like things that could have been in the MCU, and then they just didn't do it. And thank but, God, okay, they that's my thing. Good. Can I go on a tangent really quick? We can okay. cut it yes. out if you want to. This is my theory of why comic book movies have been doing so well. I've, I've recently <laughs> developed it. But here's why. Because you have these thousands of comics out there and all of these different storylines that they've done. And they have been, had a chance to see how people reacted to them. So they have already focus tested their stories and their characters and their moments mm. with audiences. And they get to pick what works and what's successful out of that and mm-hmm. figure out like what was good about them mm-hmm. in retrospect. And then do that for the movies. And so they've had, like, this buffet table of all this stuff. And they're just picking and choosing (laughs) the best shit. And, like, right when you think they're running out of stuff to choose from, boom, Fox merger. That's an entire new table of shit to to pick for their... So, like, they're going to be really successful if they get these these properties. Because it's the same thing they've been doing before. It's, like, choosing what has already worked and doing it again. It's it's almost like comic books are bad. What? I joke, of course. No, I'm not. <laughs> I joke, but it, it is it is funny that um the the comic books really take from the movies after they're successful. Like mm-hmm. the fact that Nick Fury, you know, he's yeah. white in the comics, and then and now he's black. Well, he now he's Sam Jackson. Nick Fury. Nick Fury has a son named Nick Fury Jr. who is who is black. And lose happens to lose the same eye, and for all intents and purposes, happens to look like Samuel L. Jackson. And Nick, <laughs> Nick Fury is like in he's like he's in another role now after a crazy storyline. And Nick Fury Jr. is now just the Nick Fury of the Marvel comic universe. It is ridiculous. Um, they made a new Defenders comic that's just like the four Netflix Defenders. Hey, hey, uh, let's even use the same logos and uh, Coulson's in the thank, comics. Thank God, a- AOS is in. Thank it. God, Jessica Jones did not do um, what's that character's name? Uh, Nuke. <laughs> yeah. Oh sure. Is his yeah. name Nuke yeah. or, or yeah. Uh, the ripoff? Yeah, the ripoff yeah. Steve Rogers. Yes. The ripoff the Steve Red Rogers, Red. who has the American flag painted on his yeah. face. Yeah. Uh, I think Red. that could have been. I mean that could have been an interesting way to take it, right? Especially in the modern political climate. But they did, they they went a different way, and I'm proud of that. So I guess what I, you were talking about Deadpool, um, we were talking about Deadpool, and I actually think uh, probably more than X Men, I think Deadpool should just not be in the MCU at all. Like just commentate on everything, you know? And yeah, being tangents but not in it. I, I don't exactly. I don't agree. I don't agree. What like, I think Deadpool I think he exists. What makes Deadpool work is that he is a, like the movies, the way the movies work is that he's really fucking ridiculous and everyone knows that he does all the ridiculous stuff that we all know, but there is a story in there, like in the first one, love story, second one, it's about family. I mean, I love the second one way more, it's a much more concrete idea about family, but there is that serious tone to it, and if you kind of just make it ridiculous, 
it's not going to be, I don't think, good enough. Well, where I, I mean, thought you were going, I thought where you were going with that is that he is a very good foil. Yeah. To the MC. Uh, yeah, yeah I think he's a good foil to the MCU. Yeah. Like, he acts as, I threw out, I, I, I think that as well. For in pop culture, like, he's known as a sort of commentator. Like, he, yeah, in pop culture, like, people know him, Deadpool, as just being sort of a commentator. He's known for breaking the fourth wall in comics, and he does, like, both Deadpool movies are very good movies, I pers- I also think. But in terms of, like, this universe existence, I think he can still, I mean, I think he can still function. Like, I think it's, like, where he's in now, like, still within X-Men, but also a little bit outside of the MCU. Like, if, I don't know how they'll bring in, like, regardless of how they bring X-Men in, I, I like the idea of Deadpool just orbiting the overall MCU while still being in it as well in some sort of way. De- Deadpool sense. is just the uh, the two Muppets, the two old guys in the Muppets who are sitting <laughs> up in the theater box just uh, making all these snarky remarks. He can be so much better in the MCU, right? Because he can like yeah. comment on the Marvel characters and he can like show up and like talk to them and make jokes about them and he can still break the fourth wall in the yeah. MCU. Deadpool, like, Deadpool, the thing, Deadpool and break Spider-Man. The, Deadpool breaks the Deadpool and Spider-Man, I think, is going to be yeah. I think they have to do that and they have to make it really fun because what makes Deadpool also awesome in the comics is that he like cares about kids a lot and since this Spider-Man in the MCU is an actual kid and not a college graduate or a high school graduate, is that he's an actual kid. And he can hang out with him and talk to him about what it means to be a superhero. And then I, because, and like, I sincerely good. doubt that a Deadpool in the MCU movie would come out in the time frame that Peter Parker would still be in high school. <laughs> yeah, I think Peter would definitely be in college. Miles Morales. Miles Morales. Four years from now. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, that we can could be maybe. Of... Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool? Uh... Wouldn't it be cool if Miles Morales becomes a freshman when Peter's a senior? Ooh. In college or in high school? I like high, it. School. high school. High Franchise. Um. I mean, if Aaron Davis is in there somehow, or whatever yeah. the Don Glover is doing, but um. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, aside outside of friends, like, do you think Deadpool has any other unique opportunities to to exist out of the MCU outside of just being Deadpool in a sense? Like, do you see him in any Avengers or team up movies? Do you see him being a larger presence outside of what he already is? I think I think what I think what would be great is that he'll appear in he'll appear in Avengers movies, but he'll literally be the two old guys sitting in the balcony. Like he'll just be like. Like, he'll be like, you guys fight, I'll just stand over here. And he, like, literally is just sitting there eating popcorn during the entirety of the fight. And then, like, something happens, and then, like, something involves him, and he has to, he has to like, do something for a quick moment. But then he doesn't fight, he just stands in the corner and then goes back to eating popcorn. So, like, the final 360 depend. shot yeah. just has him, like, just screaming, you guys suck, or something dumb like that. There's, there's a lot of opportunities for him, I think. And yeah. I think Kevin Feige... There's no way Kevin Feige does that wrong. Yeah. I think he loves the character. And I think I think what would add another layer to his character would be bringing in his other personalities inside of his head. Because in the comics, yeah. he has like two or three different voices in... Right? Two or three different voices in his head. And I think bringing that out in some way would be cool. But ultimately, I think that he'll be... he'll like They know how to add him in. It's not going to be, it's not going to be, like, it's not going to look uncomfortable. It's going to, it's going to be nice and, I mean, natural in the sense of Deadpool natural. 
Um, so yeah, I think, and they're still going to keep the R rating. I don't. They're not going to not get rid of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. It yeah, it yeah. does still it it. And I, I, I said this in my Deadpool 2 review that I wrote, but, like, it it still surprisingly involves a certain amount of nuance. Mm-hmm. Because here's the problem with putting Deadpool in, an, uh, in a big ensemble movie. If you make him do a gag in that heroic 360 shot, he's kind of upstaging the rest of the characters. He is mm-hmm. yeah, making sure. He's making himself the focus of what is something that's not his movie. So maybe um like interruptions from Deadpool, maybe that would make sense in like a in like something that was more like Josh Whedon's first Avengers movie, but like can you imagine how oh they would God. fit Deadpool in Infinity War, which was which had a lot of comedic moments, but was like a f- fuck serious movie, like Loki getting the life choked out of him and everyone dying at the end. Like yeah. that was a like Deadpool that Deadpool in that fashion would would like not work. Maybe well, he would have. Well, he can't be he would serious. Have he, he would knowing, have, the thing is, is that people knowing your tone. Well, I think that like, Deadpool, you know? it, Deadpool one and Deadpool two both had Wade be very serious at times. Right. Like, yeah. But like, but um, you have to adjust the dial for yeah. for a bigger cast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, I think the the more interesting question beyond like like what specifically do you have to do is that like do, is Marvel capable of doing that? Like, can they add that to their universe that they've constructed? I I think mm-hmm. yes, but do you think that they would um, put their minds to it to have like a jokey Deadpool character in the MCU, or do they have they put too much work into establishing this continuity that they don't want anything to to poke fun I, at it? I don't think that's my problem. I don't think so. Like Marvel's. When I nineteen movies in, and I think they do that. I, I they do that idea once, but they wouldn't do it like for a series, like for a series of movies like that, like joke, like sort of Deadpool commenting, like you know, like the like throwing eating popcorn during like the whole like like a battle, like a Wakanda mm-hmm. battle. Okay. I think they'd only they would only do that for one movie. They yeah, do that yeah. For, I don't like, think they would lot. do. Yeah, I don't think they would do that for like, a lot. I think it would kind of be like his his like. Like, he has his movie in the MCU, and then they have, like, one Avengers team-up movie, and he does that. Or something like that. But he doesn't do it continuously. And I think having, like, if he's in the MCU, it would be kind of auxiliary in the sense of, like, what they're doing with him in the X-Men universe. Where it's, like, they only have, he'll he's only hanging out with X-Force. And, like, a couple of other, like, side Avengers characters and... Maybe Spider-Man comes in or something, something, but like it won't be like, like super in depth. Does that make sense? Like they'll keep yeah. his movies the same type of small and simpleness, right? Yeah. But he still has to have some sort of plot function in order to be in that movie. Because when you, even when you look at Infinity War, so many characters, but there is a reason why every single character is there. True, you know, Doctor sure. Strange is yeah, there yeah. because the Time Stone, Black Panther is there because they have to hide Vision in Wakanda. Bruce Banner is there because there, yeah, he's the one who like who gets Cap back in the fold. Same with the Rhodey. Remember, guys, Deadpool. Um, Deadpool isn't just like a random separate character. He also is still yeah. connected to the X Men. There is a way to right. to bridge the gap in that sense. But I, mean, I you think could even just you could even just have him be like a hired assassin to kill someone, and then one of our heroes like stops him, and then they like convince him to work with them sure. for that that movie or something, right? Yeah, like I mean, you probably shouldn't spend too much time on like creating scenarios because like we're right. not yeah. the writers exactly. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. What I'm and I and I think <laughs> I think what what would be more like 
important for them would be how to fit X-Men in, and then it would be easier to fit Deadpool in. In my yeah, opinion. Yeah. Like, the, like, the big umbrella, I think, yeah, the big umbrella is X-Men, and then you sort of work your way down the list with, like, Deadpool, and, like, the TV shows, and, like, just everything else that, um, you know, Marvel has recently Because, acquired. like, there's, there's, like, a lot of things that they're definitely going to have to, like, fix. Like, I don't mean, like, like, like one of the things that, like, uh, people are afraid of is that they're going to have to do a lot of, uh, like, uh, uh, not rewrites. Exposition? Uh, what is it called when you have to go? Recap? Retcon? Retcon. A lot of people are afraid that they're going to do, like, a lot of retconning, um, in it. But I don't think that there needs to be that much. I think you could still add Magneto as Scarlet Witch's father in the sense that he didn't die. Or something. Their adoptive parents like died bother, in Sokovia. Right? Just, like, don't try and, like, retroactively fit them in. Like, they should just have new events. Start fresh. Up mutants, okay, right? yeah. And yeah. I, I mean, that's the way that I I think they would do it. Because I think they're going to end up bending over backwards to try and, to try and like, be like, oh, they were there all along. Like, in humans on the moon. Like, that didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Just have have some sort of explosion, and and someone's like, "Wow, a lot of radiation went out there. I wonder if that'll cause any mutations." Like, boom, new mutation. Wasn't that like, Static Shock? Like, that was the premise of Static Shock, the TV show. Oh, uh, which show? Static, static Shock. That yeah, was there's a, a gas show. explosion. The, the big bang they created. What? So wait, wait, okay, we're gonna wait. We're cutting this. What? You've never heard of Static Shock? Oh, Static Shock. I thought you said something Shaw. And I was like, yeah, no, I don't know what that is. Yeah, Sebastian Shaw, played by Kevin Bacon in X-Men First Class. There we go, um, there we go. In it. No, um, no, like Static Shock, they had the, the Big Bang, and then they had the Bang Babies, which, in retrospect, is a pretty funny name for that. That's, yeah, but, that's um, awful. They, yeah. It but, was Static um, Shock, and who are the other people in that? Uh, there was, a blonde gear. dude that was a side uh, Shaq was just, uh, they, they, they had Yao Ming and the NBA people as a superhero team the Hoop Squad uh, real real thing by the way um, <laughs> he met he met like celebrity after celebrity in that show it was very it was a strange show it was yeah. the early 2000s it, was it good. makes sense Smallville did the same thing in season one. They, uh, there was like a meteor uh, shower and uh, it irradiated all these people. And season one was basically monster of the week of all these meteor freaks. Um, but I don't know. I don't know about X Men because the the thing is that the thing about X Men is that you are born like that. You know, you yeah. are a mutant. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess is the way. Um, because you know, the debate is always. Okay, does the X Men make sense in the Marvel universe? Because uh, Spider Man and Captain America—they're all in hands, but people don't freak the fuck out about those people. So why are they freaking out over mutants? And I guess the the way you kind of go around that argument is that okay, they are they are normal people. They are amongst you. You don't know who they are. Yeah, um, which creates paranoia. Um, you might not be safe where you are because, you know, they might be in your school, they might be in your, in the mall or something like that. Um, but it would be very strange if we suddenly had an MCU movie where it's like, oh yeah, there are mutants here the whole time for like decades. Right, like, I don't like, like how that. do you do that? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's and they no already sort of did that with Inhumans, right? Like, in, yeah. it, I know it's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. mostly, but like, they had this whole yeah. sense of like, hypothetically in this universe everyone is paranoid about like anyone might be an inhuman and you know yeah. you gotta watch out for them 
and there's still generally a lot of anti-inhuman sentiment. Yeah. Yeah, they tried to spin Inhumans like X-Men when they first had, because they didn't think they'd get X-Men, and right, now they right. have X-Men. Yep. So, Which is why I wouldn't mind having them stay in their own universe. And, like, I, I also don't mm-hmm. think, like, to Anthony's point, I don't think that you have to have X-Men to put Deadpool in. I think Deadpool can kind of just show up. As long as he's got stuff to do in his own movies, he can mm-hmm. make a cameo okay. in other movies if he wants to. Right? Yeah. Like, he's just a character. Yeah, are there I, are there any storylines in the comics that you guys are familiar with that... that um basically necessitate the Avengers and the X-Men to interact? Like, any celebrated moments or storylines? Because I can't... I mean, I mean there the was... Avengers versus X-Men. Yeah. I mean, there was... <laughs> was that, is that I mean, Infinity... Though? Is that, like, is that a storyline that everyone liked? Infinity Gauntlet had it. It was just cool. Hold on one second. Infinity Gauntlet had, like, Wolverine cool. and a bunch of other X-Men. Hold on, I have a bunch of comics right here. I'm gonna look, actually. Okay. I, I mean, mean, but like, they I did know... it... They did Infinity Gauntlet without it, so... Right. Yeah. I mean, is 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 Wolverine important um, to have as an Avenger? Comic? You know. Um. Marvel Zombies. They could definitely do Marvel. Oh zombies. yeah! Absolutely! <laughs> absolutely! <laughs> yes. That's the next. That's Phase Four. That's sorry. Phase Wait, okay, Z. Can we talk about, phase um, Zombie. Do you? What was the movie that was gonna be like a horror movie with the X Men? The New like Mutants. New Mutants. New Mutants. Okay. I really still want them to do stuff like that. Like I would yeah. really love that. One of the first Deadpool comics I read was him facing the scrolls. Hmm. So that's well, something. Yeah, but that's I, I agree with you, Thomas. Like I my big war is that like they don't have like those like all in genre films. I do well I'm really excited for um I'm excited for the unions. I'm just worried they won't go like on to like those all in genre films anymore. But, like, I also agree with you that I think Marvel's earned enough trust that, like, we'll be able to see that not just done, but just done well. Avengers versus that X-Men. Sense. That's the other one. I said that a while ago. Okay. But, um... I mean, does but, anyone yeah. care about that storyline, to be honest? I mean, I think... I remember they, like, they were, like, hyping up as, like, a big, like, event, but I remember buying the whole bombs, like, it's okay, but... They changed a bunch of things around, like to the X Men right. universe. Oh, uh, like, Secret it Wars! Was, it was basically a Secret yeah. Wars. Oh, sure, Secret Wars. Yeah. Secret Wars, yeah, Secret I, Invasion. I um, those are big. Secret like, Wars I mean, eh. uh, yeah, no one really. Yeah. I mean, but well, they, I mean, um, Fantastic Four is much more of a of a vital instrument to the Marvel universe, yeah. especially with um. Uh, you know, Reed Richards is the smartest kind of, person um, in the in the Marvel universe. Yeah, like doing his his mad scientist, like kind of you know the large burden on his shoulders, like yeah. the kind of the role that Tony Stark has had in the MCU. Yeah. It's going to be very yeah. easy um, to add the Fantastic Four in into the MCU than yeah. the X Men. Well, oh yeah, well, that's because the Fantastic Four have like, not like honestly the Fantastic Four franchise has not had a lot of has not had any great movies arguably. <laughs> well, well, in the sense of like we've only seen like the same 20 characters in X-Men. I mean, they've had a bunch of movies, but I think adding since there's so much that has to come with X-Men, like there's a lot of baggage that comes with X-Men, there's not a lot of baggage that comes with the Fantastic 4. Like you can basically make it a period piece where they all are in the 60s and then they yeah. all go into the negative zone Did you? and then they get their superpowers and then they get stuck there, and then all of a sudden, uh, Tony Stark finds them in the negative zone, or they break out of the negative zone, and then there they are in 2020. That's it. Yeah. Did you see the yeah. Captain Midnight video about yes. something in the 60s? Yes. Is that why yes. you... Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. 
I think, but I, he I drops on that now. What will they? What did he say? I didn't. I didn't. He just that. said that like uh, maybe the best way to do the Fantastic Four is to set them in like the sixties. It's so it's like a different time period. Yeah. Um. And like do a period can, piece. Yeah. Live in that environment. Yeah. Yeah. I I I just I don't want to see another um you know not man out of time but family out of time story that you know they kind of a yeah. Kind of a rehash of First Avenger mm-hmm. a little bit. Okay. A little bit. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also I don't think, think that's going to be the key to their characters. It was just like what the video was about. Yeah. Right. It could. It could also do like a Hank Pym thing where they're kind of working covertly and like maybe I don't know. Maybe you got like a Fantastic Four who's like in their like late thirties or forties. Like they're they got a little more uh, scruff. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, like, but I don't know. Again, I don't make these damn movies. It just I I do believe that Fantastic Four will be lo- a lot easier yeah. to integrate. And I think uh, yeah. yeah, I think it will be a very lot cool. less weight on them. Yeah. 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 Um, I do think like, like I think since Tony, like, since theoretically since Robert Downey Jr. and Tony Stark with Tony Stark are sort of leaving after Avengers Four, um, I guess Reed Richards sort of can step in for this newer sort of phase for these newer phases for Marvel. Like as sort of like that smart, like the smartest man in the world, theoretically, like I, to leave that. I thought they were kind of grooming line. Shuri for that. They like made a bunch of statements saying that like she's smarter than Tony Stark, and like sort of tried to establish that with her line about Vision's neural circuitry. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, there's no like you you don't need to like you can just be another smart dude. Like there's, there, there's room a re- in Thomas the Thomas. There's a reason they say there's a reason they say science bros and not science bro. So <laughs> I'm just saying there's room for many a science bro. Um, yes. Yeah. Exactly. There doesn't have to be one. I don't know. I, I can't not because of that Reed reason, Rich- but yes, that's yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't imagine Reed Richards and Shuri like high fiving and like I don't know working in the lab together. But like you know, it's it could uh, the same the same way Tony and Bruce. You know. Yeah. Do. yeah. I mean, but, um, science is not a solo sport. It is, it is sport. not. <laughs> like, I just, yeah, I guess my, my point yeah. is that people, like, like I've heard mm-hmm. things about, like, like uh, Reed Richards being too much like Tony Stark. I'm like, he's also intelligent, but that is, like, the end of their similarities. Like, Tony do Stark be... is very much, like, a, an extroverted, like, funny, whatever. And do you then, know what they can do? Uh, Reed Richards is, yeah. The Incredibles. They can do it like The Incredibles. <laughs> no, 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 they do it like The Incredibles. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they, no, because there's a big there's a big part in the comics where just, it's about just do the Incredibles, just well, put them in the MCU. No, it's <laughs> Edna Mode is the MCU. Can I say this? And, uh, there's a big part in the comics where uh, Reed Richards and Sue uh, Sue Richards have to raise their kids. Why yeah. don't they do that? Yeah, because the and then they can bring in those kids. Long. Those kids, they can well, do like that whole that's like the kids too. <laughs> right? I don't know. Did it? When does Incredibles have three men when, and a baby? When does Incredibles two come out? Like uh, next week. week soon. Next uh, week of this recording, it will already be out by the time this releases. But yes. Oh my, that's quite a delay. Yeah, right. Yeah. Get on it, Chris. Yeah. Um, but uh, a lot of people are saying it has. It's very good. I'm really yep. excited. Yep. But yeah, I think so. Basically, a, a a family suburban domestic life movie. <laughs> yeah, kind of like an accident happened. Well, in the pa- an accident happened in the past. Like the specials, and they and they have to keep yeah. themselves hidden. <laughs> and then maybe you, you can do a thing where like Ben Grimm was stuck in the negative zone. 
Sure. And then, like, yeah. the movie begins with them all having their powers, but them not, like, using them. And then mm-hmm. um, Ben escapes the negative zone somehow. And then, like, the villain has to do with something in the negative zone. And then, like, the kids yeah. have to yeah. learn that their parents are superheroes. Uh, yes. Izzy, I rudely interrupted you. Were you about to say something earlier? I don't, I don't think so. But, like, I... Like, I sort of like how Anthony's, like, pitching it as, like, sort of the Fantastic Four being, like, a family. Like, sort of establishing, like, a family-friendly side to, like, the MCU. And, like, granted, yes, all Marvel movies are family-friendly because it's... Yeah, but, like, Disney. yeah, so- sorry. Uh, but, like, it's, like, Fantastic Four is the family yeah. story. Like, that exactly. is Marvel's first family is what exactly. they call exactly. them. So, like, here's the thing. Uh, is um, you made a point about, like, how Guardians act very much like a family. And I think that's good and important. But I think if we if we just had the Fantastic Four as just the four of them, then I don't think that the family aspect would come off like it would just be kind of like a rehashing of what happened in Guardians. I think having like the Richards having kids and them living normal lives adds more depth not only to the MCU, but to these characters that we've already known and building upon a family dynamic. Future Foundation. Yes. Yeah. Legacy yeah. franchise building. Well, I, and and that's a, and that was a big <laughs> thing moving on from like towards the, like that we saw in Phase Three was legacy and what legacy represents. So like yeah, oh, yeah. and so moving with that, having these kids understand what it means to have parents that are superpowered uh, or superpowered people. Um, what does that mean? What does that represent? Yeah, I'm just hesitant to have a movie where a Fantastic Four movie, like the first MCU movie, where the Fantastic Four are already. Like, I don't need to see the origin story again necessarily, but um, going into the movie assuming that um, Fantastic Four has been around for years and kind of not explaining all the gaps, uh, because that's what Batman v Superman did with Batman. Mm hmm. And it left so many questions. But you can... it, it it felt off. And I'm not. It, Marvel will never do as bad as Batman yeah. be Superman. But I, I think. I think. Okay, the but then thing Iron Fist came out. I think. I think. I mean, the, I, not, guys, I think the TV, but like, that's not. Guys, that's a very important guys, distinction. Guys, that's guys, true. Guys, yeah. Guys, I think that the important thing is that they weren't super heroes. They weren't, like, going out and doing shit. They got powers, yeah. they realized yeah. they had them, and then they kept themselves hidden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I, like I think that bridges way more gaps than what, like, you're talking about, Chris, with Batman v Superman, where sure. Batman yeah. is doing Batman things. Batman is Batman. Yeah. He's Batmaning. Yes. He's Batmaning. He's not like, uh... my parents died, and then all of a sudden Superman comes along, and it's like, <laughs> I'm gonna be a guy who dresses up like a bat. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> but that's that's that part. Um, I think what that is that one part. one important thing that I think we're we're missing out of this entire conversation is that not every single character is back with Marvel. Like, if the Fox merger goes through, like most of them are, but we're still missing two or three characters. Um, we're missing Namor, and we're technically missing Hulk. Yeah, because Hulk Hulk has partial oh, work with Universal yeah. Pictures, and Universal is um, the only other person. We don't have actually. I don't think Marvel has She Hulk entirely. Actually, we don't have we don't have Hulk entirely. Yeah, that's yeah. why no, they're. No, but can... She Hulk, but like She Hulk, we just don't have. Period. Oh no, we don't have She Hulk. 
yeah but like i yes like ideal yeah because yeah i basically as like anthony was saying it's it's partial do home. we have man thing no universal has man have- thing <laughs> no no universal <laughs> has man thing still um but I we know, don't have we, we don't have namor we don't have namor yeah uh, and Namor uh, is uh, another important character Namor that I think would be, cool. would be kind of Marvel's cool Aquaman. I'm just kidding. No, but yeah, Mar- I know Marvel. Namor was came first. first su- he was Stanley's first like, superhero. Even though he's a, a racist caricature, the MCU we haven't explored yet. Like, okay, the MCU loves doing this. They love finding new places they can put characters so that they don't have to deal with the continuity that they've set up. Right? <laughs> Which is why Wakanda was such a big deal because they're like cut off from the rest of the world. There would have been no interaction. We can do whatever we they want. They can there. do the actual um, humans, and they have Adelaide. The bottom of the ocean is perfect. The bottom of the ocean is amazing. Get Namor in there, <laughs> and you know they're saving it for him. You know they're waiting, biding their time. The there hasn't been anything that has ever happened with the people? ocean. Nothing's happened Are with the ocean in the MCU. Too? Yeah. The ocean has been untouched. The ocean yes, has been... They, they're the saving it for him. So well, the ocean has been touched by two things. One, the raft, and two, the Inhumans uh, fish oil. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> so... Also, I guess the Tesseract would dropped in the ocean and was found there. Uh, that's in one spot in the oceans. Mm, stop. Uh, we don't. We, they don't have um, micronauts and the microverse by extension, which is why they call it the quantum realm instead. Oh, interesting. I believe Hasbro has the micronauts because <laughs> it's like they're. Uh, is that seriously a thing? <laughs> Who? Uh, Dis- Disney. <laughs> Who is Disney this? has to buy Hasbro, is what I'm saying. And then we'll also. They're also on the power. Disney has to for what? A Disney nickel? has like, to how get much is that Transformers. <laughs> They'll have, yeah, the Transformers will be in the MCU. The Power because Hasbro just Dear bought Lord. the Power Rangers, so Power Rangers will be in the Did MCU. Did I tell you? Perfect. Okay, this is going to be. Boom. You're going to need to cut this. This is going to be a hundred percent cut. But then I tell you I don't guys want to cut this, dream, but go ahead. My dream uh, of how to make Justice League better, like in my dreams. <laughs> All right, now this <laughs> now this entire voice call has just become us rambling, and it's going to be a fucking nightmare for Chris to edit. I okay. This is the cut sound. Like, no, okay. Chris is, so Chris in my dream, they fought on a beach instead of in a nuclear reactor, and they were joined by Transformers, Pokemon, and Gummy Bears, which I didn't even realize. <laughs> but they all joined the Justice League in taking down Steppenwolf, and it was amazing, and it no. was so much better than the actual movie. Uh, here's my first question. Who owns the rights to the Gummy Bears? Dude, we're... we're um, Haribo. <laughs> Haribo, right? Okay. Haribo? Like Haribo gummy bears? No, those but are like, just Haribo gummy bears. I think gummy bears are not... Gummy bears are not specifically owned. They're just like a thing. Like pencils. Disney has in fact done a gummy bears animated television show. They have! Oh my yes. god! It's they Disney. Did. They can make it happen. Oh no, wait! It's Disney. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> when Dis- oh, here's the thing: when Disney bought buys Warner Brothers in 2029 or whatever, um, then it'll all come together. Then we could do the uh, final, well, the the movie that has been destined for since the 90s: Marvel versus DC. Oh my god! Uh, no, they should they should do uh, the the JLA versus event JLA JLA slash Avengers. Limited series was a very good limited series. 
Marvel vs. DC is literally just like Smash Bros. Like, there's no plot. It's they their just Capcom fight each other. Games. Yeah, they, they literally just put out a fan vote, and they might have like two guys punching each other, then there's a panel of them in the dark, and then the next panel is one of them like coming out, and they, they just went off screen. It's, it's I, King Kong versus Godzilla. It's fucking stupid. I would stupid. watch it. I would watch yeah. it. 100%. I'm gonna watch it too. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the reason why the reason why JLA Avengers worked really well is because they actually debate about the different um, aspects of their world. So you have Cap Ooh, um, accusing Superman of being like, "Oh, you guys are basically worshipped as gods. They have statues of you. You're celebrities. You're basically tyrants." And then um, Cap is looking at no, sorry, Superman is looking at you know the Punisher killing people on the streets. He's looking at the the discrimination uh, against mutants. He's looking at uh, Doctor Doom's uh, Eastern European country and how much of a freaking mess it is. And he's like, uh, "Hey, you Marvel guys, you you let your world go to shit. Like you don't deserve to be heroes here." Interesting. Um, so it's just this very interesting yeah. uh, dynamic, and they and they kind of come to an understanding at the end, and they they admit like, are, because the, literally the plot is that there's a dude who's trying to merge the worlds together, and they're just not compatible, and it's fascinating. That Ooh, sounds like really that. cool. Me too. Yeah, it's, it's a limited awesome. series. Back uh, to the yeah, it's, it's four issues. Okay, yeah. I'll find it on Amazon. Um, so here's the thing. So the the Marvel, the the MCU, and the Fox universe will combine by someone taking their giant hands and pushing the Earths together. Boom. X Men Avengers versus X Men. The perfect movie. But it's movie. JLA versus X Men. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, they. I think. I mean, here's the thing. Would they? Do you think the movies will? And this might be another topic we can spin off into one day because it's probably too much to talk about. Yeah. But can you imagine like multiverse alternate? universe alternate time that was one of the things that i've heard and i was thinking I about I but i don't think that. i don't want them to do it i don't want them to I do it either i don't want it i don't want it either i don't want it i hate it i don't like it i don't like it i think it it defeats like the like the character like growth that we've seen and it's just it's just i don't like i it's it just eh, i don't like it it. It's it just messy. makes a mess of it. It makes a yeah, mess, and it messy. makes it it makes it the ridiculousness that like we've seen, like that what people would think that people think of when they think of superhero characters in movies, like superheroes. Like, like imagine, imagine this, like like DCEU was just like we're gonna only have two movies, and then Crisis on Infinite Earths. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck? It'll be the cover of the I two Superman I like can't um do that though cuz I feel like they want to do that. <laughs> I know, but it that's the thing that That's how they get the TV shows in. off of comics because they had to do all these retcons to explain the That's why people the, the hated Secret Wars 2. That's why they hated Secret Wars 2 because in oh, the end man. basically the original Marvel Earth that had all the original Marvel characters went poof and then all the new character like only some of those characters survived into this new the new regular Earth. It's like Peter Parker was dead and Miles Morales had to escape this dying Earth onto a new one. One Earth must die. Yeah, yeah. My 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 point here, mentioning that, is that Marvel should never do that because it, it's the comics' way of fixing discrepancies. And if the movies do that in order to consolidate the Fox properties, I think they're going to be just as convoluted as the comic books. And yeah. I am not into that <clears throat> at all. Yeah, like movies and comics are very different mediums, and like. 
arguably, like honestly, some something that makes something that makes some comic movies great, book movies great, is that they're so much like comic books in general. But there is there's a fine line that I think with the merger that they're sort of trying to sort mm. of walk across. Um, if and or yeah. when Marvel um, Disney gets all these Marvel properties. So I think well, um, we have we haven't talked about this, and I think this is a, another important point that Izzy brought up in our Google Doc. Was how would the TV shows work? So like Legion, <laughs> no. So like Legion, it's the gifted. So like Agents of Shield is going to be over. Um, right. How would Legion, the gifted, all work um, in the MCU? Would they just be added? Um, so I haven't seen now. Now that all the t- this... now that Marvel TV is all now consolidated on, like, can now be consolidated under Marvel Studios. Do you think that there could be more crossovers? Do you guys think the TV shows are still in the MCU? Because I think increasingly they've just decided not. There was an article I saw that said that all the Marvel TV shows are before Infinity War. Jeff Loeb said that in his AM, in his Ask Me Anything that uh, happened it. the week of this recording. Yeah. Um, my the thing I was going to say is that are gift are the gifted and Legion even in the X Men movie universe? The gifted they is. Right, like they're they not, they're just, Legion yeah. is definitely not. How? Wait, right. how is Legion? They... No, I thought Legion was a reference uh, Professor X. They reference Professor X, but it doesn't feel like the same continuity. You know, okay. you know. Does what I Legion mean? have it's any like repercussions that... for the universe that like the other movies? No, to... no, it's yeah. a totally different like scenario where like the public doesn't even know about mutants. Um, they're like it's like a secret underground thing, and um, you know, it, it, it's like saying that um. It, it's like it's like comparing it to say an X-Men cartoon like that is down the same continuity as the X-Men films but they are both X-Men properties you know yeah so I, I'm not even convinced that Legion is even in the same continuity as the X-Men movies I can't tell you about the gifted because I haven't seen a single episode because of my lack of interest yeah um, but from what I understand they have like uh uh what's her name uh the the lady who does the portals what's her name um Wait, uh, disclaimer. Anthony, have you wait. watched The Gifted? No. God, no. Why would I give a shit about okay, that? Okay, so how does watch The Gifted? But did I you say that Gifted experts. Looked, looked good? I don't know. Is the it, Gifted looked good. Look hold on, hold on. it was good. I'm going to put, I want to, I want to, I want to make sure that everyone heard that right. Thomas Rasmussen just said in our, um, in our, uh, Marvel podcast, The Gifted yeah. looked good. End quote. I thought the trailers looked good. I thought it, it was like mutants on the run. Thomas, the Thomas, Thomas, helping Thomas, each other Thomas, out. Thomas, stop. Stop it. I, have, you don't have dude, to I, haven't, I haven't heard anything that supports the idea of the show being bad. I haven't so like, heard I'm anything about neutral. it being good. I, no, I haven't I've heard seen anything this, about it at all. This show, this show is like, like reminds me of like all of those hundreds of millions Wait, of shows hold, hold, that are just made and no one hears about them for years. <laughs> and then it's just like, have you heard that X show has just gotten season eight? And you're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> so like hell on wheels. <laughs> I feel like no one, I, I've never heard of anyone watching The Gifted. But it's just the one trailer I was like, ooh. Cool. How many seasons are of The Arrow? Because like, I haven't heard anyone watching the last three seasons. Oh my god. Of what? No, I, I have heard people Arrow? watching don't it. Me. Don't tell me how wait, many what, Wait, what show are. is this? Arrow. Arrow. Right? Because too I, many. <laughs> there's not as many I know as the Supernatural, answer. though. I want to make that clear. Supernatural. 14! Let's go! Oh my god. Oh my god. 
Yeah, yeah. Arrow. Speaking of um, fictional universes that uses the multiverse and turns their universe totally contrived and annoying. Yeah. Wait, I think, yeah. like, with TV, wait, wait, with Marvel wait. TV... Supernatural did that? No, Arrow. You oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dingus. <laughs> <laughs> Please keep that line. I mean, Satan dies. Yeah, no, I... Satan dies in I'm not cutting... I'm... I am not cutting out the cat stuff. I am not cutting out the gummy bears bit. It is great. It's very good. I, no, I, I just, if we're not having fun, I know they had a what is our audience? Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I love you. I will, <laughs> yeah. But um, I think with the TV shows, I mean, I definitely, I have a prevailing theory that Runaways is actually set. That's not Satan's name. That's just a demon. Maybe. maybe. What? Okay. His name is Crowley, I, but he is not, he is about? just a demon. He is not Satan. I feel like you're talking to I'm talking to Claire. She's in the other oh. room. Um, I'm gonna... <laughs> I feel so like... She, she was saying that Satan's name so is Crowley go in Supernatural. Yeah, I'm gonna try to... I'm gonna try to wrap this up. Okay. But this I'll mess? continue that. Yeah. But we will talk about that. Did we come to any conclusions? Did we decide about... anything today? Yeah. I mean, I think so. I think if you... Kitty! Um, if we run... If we run kitty. down the... Look at the kitty. Oh. I can see the kitty on the stairs. Oh, it's oh, it's yeah. Jack. He, have um, you heard him yelling this whole time? By the way, no, no. But we also all been talking. I about hope that. it. I hope it picks up on the audio. Meow, meow. Is please continue because I was looking forward to conclusion until Anthony just started saying "kitty." Okay, but um, I guess if we, but I, I think we made some conclusions here today. I think we've sort of um looked at all. The stuff that Fox and Marvel, like Fox, is I've looked, we've looked at all its sort of the Fox Marvel things that um, Kevin Feige will soon be acquiring, and we like we've sort of decided that X Men would sort of be better in its own, like almost better in its own universe, and would still integrate pretty well. Like it would still, it, it, it could be integrated smoothly when the it could still be integrated smoothly with uh, into sort of what. Marvel Studios has on their plate without it integrating into their continuity as much. Fantastic Four is a lot easier to integrate, um, on the other hand, um, into the overall MCU, and just with, you know, their just lack of cinematic weight compared to um, X-Men. Deadpool, um, Deadpool really can operate in sort of any um, sort of sphere. Like, it could be... Um, like it could offer, like it could offer Marvel, um, Marvel Studios really interesting opportunities and overall a good breadth of creativity, and would still be surprisingly workable, um, despite its difference in content. And overall, the TV shows, um, sort of fall in line with how most of Marvel TV has been doing lately, which is not related <laughs> at all. Um, and overall, we've been floating around like this: how will Marvel handle this creatively, and just sort of airing out and like sort of blab not blabbing is not the right word but just sort of brainstorming some ideas for how they might essentially like just brainstorming ideas like getting out all the creativity and all our creative worries but i think we've all eventually settled that either with genres storylines and conflict material and just our overall faith in marvel um i think if i think it's i think we're all not worried in the end that marvel will do a good job with whatever they decide to do um if or when they get these properties um and in terms of the whole deal in general with comcast i think um we haven't really talked about if comcast even could acquire these at all but i minions 
but I think that we're most of us are not excited about minions, and that even with Fo- even with like Comcast becoming a new player, the Fox deal has already been set with Disney, and I don't know if they want to pay two point five billion dollars. Um, so I guess that's it for this episode. Um, Chris, we'll just go um, around the circle. Um, Chris, um, give off your social media handles. Anything you want to promote? Yes, uh, you can find me at Compenderizer. Uh, you can follow Marvel News Desk at Marvel News Desk and donate to our Patreon. Uh, fun fact, this is actually the first um, recording we're doing after the show is actually out. We just put episode one uh, two days before this recording uh, out in the open, so this is a pretty exciting time. Yes. Uh, hopefully the show is actually good. <laughs> uh, because then we might have just made five episodes. I think of I have crap. that page up. Let's see if it's. Are there any other comments enabled or anything? Do you do you have any? Uh, I'm not going to read comment. them. I'm not reading. Um, them. Shout out to Dave. Okay. Um, I do want to say one thing. We never talked about what TV shows would be made if Disney gets the rights. Oh. That's like a. I can't. That's another, I, I have that's to a, go like now. That's so another giant can of worms. Thomas, give off your handles. I have, yeah, I have no social media. I'm in the process <laughs> no of withdrawing. Instagram. I'm in the process no, of withdrawing uh... from Facebook. I don't want you to like my Instagram. Don't follow me. Wait, uh, Thomas, don't, Thomas don't delete me from Facebook. How am I going to stay in contact I'm, 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 I'm going off the grid. That's the plan. No. All right. Okay. You've already been alone for my five space, days. That's four not square a good sign. Friendster. Except when we, um, except when we bring you back for more episodes of AP Marvel, um, Thomas, what's your Google yeah, Plus? Yeah, that will be my only. <laughs> what's your MySpace? With the outside world from now on. What's your MySpace? Um, I never had one. I actually had this conversation this morning. I never had a MySpace. <laughs> I don't, okay, I don't know whether I missed that or. All right, so Anthony, my, what's your handle? My handle is at the Pizza Taco. You can find me there. I'll talk about a lot of random shit. Also, since the new episode came out, I listened to it and I talked a lot. And I talked over a lot of people, and I want to say I'm sorry. And if anyone thought that I was, uh... Anthony, you dropped so much knowledge in that episode. I thought you were the star of that. Oh, episode thank you so I much. Listened, I, I just watched, I, listened to it I don't want to come off as being like a um, su- like bad obnoxious. I like being like silly obnoxious, <laughs> like uh, Dory from Finding Nemo obnoxious. Oh, oh sure, yeah. yeah. You you were only like pretty obnoxious this episode, so don't you worry. Yeah, uh, I'm joking. <laughs> Um, so am I. And as, and as always, I'm at Delirland. That is D-E-L-I-R-I-L-Y-N. Um, and yeah, I'm also contributing on Marvel News Desk, so be sure to tune out for that. And yeah, thank you for, um, thank you to Steve for the theme, and I guess thank you to myself for the logo, <laughs> as Chris told me to say. <laughs> um, and thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you later. Alright, awesome. Mm-hmm. Bye, guys. Thank All you. Alright, bye, Thomas. Thomas.